You're tuned into Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. The last I checked, I'm the only one with a job around here. When you pay the bill. McDonald's. You got McDonald's money. Now, I done told you about going over there. I don't like you over there with them kids. I don't like what's going on over there. I'll never see their mama. I'll never see no daddy. There's never any parents around. There's loud music. Don't let me catch you over there. <laughs> don't let me catch you over there with them damn kids again. <laughs> what up, everybody? Welcome to Black Ass Podcast. I damn, I feel like that's legit the blackest shit I've said on here. Yo, um... I feel like that's exactly what's happening with everybody surrounding Trump. <laughs> like, mm-mm, don't let me catch you over there. Let me tell you something. If I, if my husband worked at the White House, if he was in any kind of politics, I'd be like, look, don't, don't go over there. <laughs> I don't want you meeting with him. Don't take, don't carry your ass over there. Don't say shit to him. If you see him in a hallway, go down another goddamn hall. <laughs> Welcome to Black Ass Podcast, back once again. Thank you guys so much for joining in on the festivities. I'm kind of in a good mood today. I'm not going to front. The little, the the uh, indictments and actually seeing people found guilty, like, I'm like, word, like, is, are we moving forward right now? Like, are white people about to go to jail right now? Uh, it just, it just feels like. Okay, I'm not gonna let me let me take a step because I don't want to get excited because I'm gonna just be honest. Um, this country and actually doing the right thing, track record ain't good. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, all this shit is going on. Like, it is. It's, it's almost like that false sense of hope where you're like, oh, shit, okay, okay. And then it's like, um, okay. <laughs> like, once it all unfolds, it's just a hype up right now. Like, you know what I mean, ladies? It's like when you're on a dance floor with a dude, you grinding, you're like, oh, <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me find, right? Do you twerk it a little bit more? You know, <laughs> oh, shit, right? You excited? And then, like, by the time y'all really get naked, you be like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was just your balls the whole time. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's too early. I shouldn't. My bad. It's, I just started. I don't even know if we three minutes in. So I know my, I'm uh, okay. <sighs> I apologize. I just want to, we'll do that a little later on. I'm just saying basically that I don't want to get overexcited to be late, let down. <laughs> Ladies, you know, <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Right, where it's like, you feeling, and then he want to give you the speech. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe you should. <laughs> I just don't want to, you know, because the air conditioner sometimes. <laughs> okay. Sorry, fellas. We appreciate whatever you bring to the table. <laughs> I'm lying. Anyway, um, so, yes, it's been a lot of movement. And, okay. 
I don't want to sound like <laughs> I don't want to sound like I'm standing for Amarosa because I'm absolutely not. Okay, and I'm gonna get into a lot of what's going on and just kind of people feeling like, oh, let's let her back into the cookout. No, no, no. She. I get that, yes, she got all these recordings, and, you know, it's it's very petty, and it's that kind of petty that's, mm, mm. It's that kind of petty where you like, mm, what is, is this Gouda? Like, <laughs> you ever been eating something? And you be like, mm, hold on. And somebody to add it, like, a, a flavor that you wasn't expecting, you be like, hold on, Monchego? Like, I hope this ain't regular Velveeta in this Mac. This is... Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> okay, I see you. Right? And that's what I feel like her recordings are. And I and she's, like, releasing them like a highly anticipated album. You know what I'm saying? Like, she got a world premiere video come out like, ooh, like, damn, she did it again. Like, this album about to be lit. But no, bitch, you can't get back into the cookout. But I'm going to leave it there, and I'll get into it more later in the podcast when I do the um, Black Ass Shit List. So she makes this episode's Black Ass Shit List. Um, But before I get into the podcast, the meat and potatoes of what's going on, I want to give a quick shout out to the newest members of the Black Ass Village, uh, Michko Stas. Thank you so much for your pledge, as well as Takumbo A., Thank you for upgrading your pledge, y'all. I just want to say, I just want to say thank you. <laughs> it means so much when people, like, believe me, Andre. <laughs> Yo, what if I did the whole podcast in the cry voice? And so, I'm a Rosa. <laughs> Uh, anyway, thank y'all so much for your pledge. Thank you for joining the Black Ass Village. Dropping some new videos this week because uh, I want to touch on some stories that kind of like have evolved since um, I actually talked about them on a podcast, but just not so much that I feel like they deserve a moment on an episode, but just something we can talk about on the Patreon page. So if you want to join the uh, Black Ass Village, Log on to patreon.com slash blackasspodcast. And, uh, you know, whatever the ancestors, whatever is in your heart, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whatever you want to do. <laughs> do what you like. <laughs> I see guys and girls. <laughs> I'm so old. Damn. That was the shit, though. As you groove. <laughs> okay, I don't even know the words. I just remember. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. So, where do we want to start for this podcast? Um, okay, boom. I want to start with something very, very heartwarming. Um, there is a three-year-old toddler who survives uh, a car wreck and got out of the car. Um, his one-year-old brother is still strapped into the car seat. He got, this three-year-old got out of the car and was able to, um, make it out to find someone 
to help him. His mom uh, was driving. The car veered off the road, and they crashed. The mom passed, and this three-year-old got out of the car and wandered onto the road, and someone picked him up, and they got him to the hospital, got him to the police department. They were able to kind of connect the dots with reports of a woman missing. Um, the little boy actually, t they went back to the area where they found the little boy, and I don't know if he necessarily led them back, but they just kind of scoured the area, was able to find the car, find the one-year-old, still strapped in the car seat, and they were able to reconnect this, these children with the family. Um, and prayers to that family, because come to find out the, one, the mother was actually pregnant and um, at the time that she passed, and she was only 25. Like, 25, three kids, I'm already like, woo, right? But when you think about the resilience of a three-year-old, like, think about, like, let me just, let me, white people, bear with me. Let me just be on black people dick for a minute. Like, when I think about the resilience of this, I think about little five-year-old babies that were forced to pick cotton. Like, five-year-old, three-year-olds, like, that were put to work as slaves. Like, this is the strength that we come from. And this baby climbed out of the car, got to the road, found help, was able to communicate in some way that, oh, shit, there's, you know, there's some other shit going on. I don't know what this baby said, but the fact that he survived in the wild. Like, when I read this, I immediately started crying because I just thought, like, I just envisioned this boy's mother just, like, pushing him toward getting some help speaking to him. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I've always been somebody that believes in ghosts. I'm not going to say like, Ooh, like that, but just the presence of spirits around us. And I mean, even since my mom passed, I've legit seen her. She's come to me. Like I felt her presence around me. So I truly in my heart believe that that boy's mother's spirit was with him. Probably the mother, uh, whatever grandparents them passed. Hell, Harriet Tubman was probably with that little boy getting him to the road and getting him through that night. Like, yo, we're talking about a three-year-old. This is Arkansas. This ain't New York, which got its own beast, you know, out in the world and in the wild. But this boy survived. Possum, raccoon, fucking um snakes hell a falcon hawk pigeon listen i've seen a pigeon eat a piece of chicken so i'm sure a pigeon would probably fucking eat a kid i i've seen a video of a hawk that came down these kids was playing the park this little boy that hawk came grabbed his jacket and lift him off the ground i'm telling you that that hawk was about to take that baby to the upper room <laughs> I mean, that sounds horrible, but that baby was about to be straight snacked. You know what I'm saying? That baby was about to be a Lunchable. <laughs> oh, God, that's terrible. That baby, was about, that baby was about to be a bologna sandwich, son. Yo, I'm telling you right now, that baby was about to be over, okay? If it wasn't, baby had a thick-ass jacket on. I'm telling you, the baby kind of low-key looked like he was selling drugs, but maybe it was that cold. I don't know. Or maybe he had some packs in his jacket. But at the end of the day, this hawk lift a baby off. And I'm not, I'm saying baby, but I'm telling you, this baby was, this child was maybe three to five years old. Lifting him off the ground was about to take the <laughs> 
<laughs> right? But this child, bears, like, I don't know what's in Arkansas, but enough. Hell, a, a feral cat would eat a goddamn baby. You know what I'm saying? Three years old. But this child made it to the road, made it to get, made it out to get help, took them, got them back to the car to get his one-year-old little brother, right? And, you know, even as I'm speaking about, you know, how powerful the answers, da da da, da you know, the ba- even the resilience of the baby, I cannot not say how impactful it was that the person who picked him up and helped him wasn't some fucking weirdo, child molester, murderer. You know what I mean? Like, think about all the elements that had to come into play for this to happen. Because the person who picked that little child up off the road could legit have been a fucking sicko. Just somebody who get the baby, go back to the car, leave the dead mama, get the other baby, take them. Next thing you know, they are they sell them into sex slavery or sex traffic them. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like the one thing I do know, um, it's crazy because as an adult now, especially with the internet, the world has a whole other view. Like before the internet, you know, even though I was, I'm not that old, <laughs> but. You just saw the world based on where you were and whatever was on TV, right? And that was just kind of the extent of it. And whatever infomercials you saw of starving kids, you're like, yo, damn. That was like your three outlooks of the world. Rich people on TV, starving kids in Africa and other third world countries and wherever you were, right? But now with the internet, it's like, yo, you see the world from so many different views. Now we're we're being bombarded by everything. You know what I mean? So now you get the how big sex trafficking is. It's a real ass thing. It's not just girls. It's not just you know teens and and young women. It's babies and that shit is everywhere. When you, when you see, like, I've seen enough episodes of SVU to know that this child is blessed as hell, that the person who picked them up was the right person. I've watched enough fucking investigation TV and documentaries on truck driver murderers and shit to know that this baby is so blessed and just, man, listen, you know, I always go back and forth with, with how I feel about religion, but woo! Thank you, Lord. Won't he do it? Keep my eye on the sparrow, cause God. Oh my goodness. So, you know, um, it's a very unfortunate story, but also still has that element of like <sighs> there is some good in that story. They were able to reunite this child with his family. He ain't had like I just imagine this baby in the wild, two days out in the elements, right? I feel like this is a jungle book story if there is no like Jungle Book was fake, but this is the closest I could envision Jungle Book being real. I just envision a deer, like, you know what I mean? A rabbit finding him, leading him to some water somewhere, like all these animals coming, right? The one werewolf that you think gonna eat him, werewolf, coyote or some shit that you think is gonna eat the baby, but the coyote, like, bring him a chicken bone. I don't know. All I know is, whoo, mm mm mm. So with all the trash in the world, you get these moments that just feel like, oh, okay. You know, that and the Mueller investigation, like, come on, give me a moment. Um, all right, in other news, <clears throat> which I think uh, is very relevant right now, which is also very, very sad. But um, 
I just read about three kids, three teens in Texas, um, all three 17-year-olds who had a plot to shoot up their school. And a student overheard them, went and reported them, and they were arrested. Um, So here's the oddly, um, when I first looked at them, it's a black kid, a white kid, a Hispanic kid. And I'm like, is this a joke? Like, is this one of them old school racist jokes? What's going on? Right? But then the other comedic part of me is like, look at these three races coming together, trying to make Texas great. I mean, but then, of course, it was like, no, that's not what they're doing. But then I was also like, yo, kudos to the kid that was like, um, <laughs> excuse me, security. <laughs> like, stop, no snitching my ass shit. Snitches make it to homeroom tomorrow, bitch. <laughs> Snitches get to prom, ho. <laughs> Listen, uh, you know, it's really unfortunate that this school shootings and shit like this is something that kids have to think about. When I think about high school, even though, you know, it wasn't that long ago. <clears throat> school shooting wasn't something that I thought about. Now, listen, I'm from Flint, Michigan. Anybody from Flint will tell you drive-bys were real. Okay, remember that scene in Boys in the Hood when they was all parked on a strip and a dude came through with Jerry Curl and shit and bumped them and they was like, and Ice Cube was like, we got a problem here, lifted up his shirt and had a gun. Like, I remember being in situations like that. Like, I wasn't necessarily right there, but I was like two cars over like, oh, them niggas tripping. <laughs> Let me get up out of here. <laughs> Let me get my Mad Dog 2020 and get up. <laughs> Girl, grab that Boone's Farm. We about to go <laughs> I can't stand Deontay. They always on that porch. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm just thinking about my cut, me and my cousin, me and my best friend. Yo, we was always in a fucked up ass scenario. We wasn't hood chicks, but we was just adjacent to some hood shit. <laughs> Girl, uh, they, you know they about to be shoot. Uh-uh, they said they coming back. Listen, anybody say they coming back, you better leave. Because <laughs> they ain't coming back with balloons, bitch. But I never, like, so I got it. When I went to went to the skating rink, you just kind of knew that the it could pop off at the skating rink, right? Word was going around, it might be a fight at the skating rink. So you're like, do I want to risk it this Saturday? Nah, you know what? I'm not gonna fuck with this. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go bowling. <laughs> I'm gonna let them have skating this weekend. I'm gonna go bowling. Um, but that that kind of violence wasn't something that I associated with being at school. Yeah, you might see a good fight, you might see some people get jumped, you know, but not at schools. Imagine thinking about this at school, right? And these kids plotting this shit. School just damn started. This shit, school just started, and they already thinking about, damn, who's about to shoot the school up, right? And kudos to the kid that went and told, you know, I really hope that this is something. Parents, let me just say this. Parents, please have a conversation with your kids about listening, paying attention, not taking that shit lightly, not thinking, oh, they just playing. No, the motherfucker might not be playing. You know what I'm saying? And really paying, and parents also, for yourself, pay attention you know what I mean? And I'm saying this to the white people because I feel like black people, we got this down. But I'm going to just say this to the white people because, you know, if you listen to you, a friend. Um, don't let your kids tell you where you w don't go in my room. Bitch, 
let me tell you, let me give you some good black ass parenting advice. You don't have no room in this house. All these rooms is mine. Okay. So I go where the fuck I want to. And if you got a problem with where I'm going in this house, then you take your ass and go get a new ass house. Like write down everything I just said, you know, rehearse it, you know, get, get the, get the, get the grunt into it, get the pauses and the inflections together. So if you need to have this conversation with your child, you say it verbatim where everything I just said word for word okay and leave it alone y'all ain't gotta have no conversation ain't gonna be no back and forth because that's what your house so you know for the white people that's listening you know I know y'all love to get into our culture get into that okay soon as your kids say don't go somewhere you immediately go in that bitch and tell them to their face whatever I find I'm beating your ass with it okay call the police bitch we all gonna go to jail <laughs> Word for word, write it down, you know, rehearse it in the mirror, rehearse it with your friends and see, go back and forth, you know, this is the only time I would give you the okay to use your black voice. <laughs> Call your kid a bitch, let them know it's real. <laughs> black people, we got that shit down, we already know. Listen, black parents will take the door off the hinge, kid will come home, no ass door. You getting dressed in the doorway, bitch, <laughs> <laughs> or you can go to the shelter. Take your pick. Foster care is always looking for some kids. <laughs> I will drive you down there. <laughs> Fuck with me, shit. <laughs> Yo, tell you like my brother and them say, I will kill you and make another one. <laughs> I think that, that might go back to my granddad, but that's just sometimes the black people violence go too far. But what I'm saying <laughs> Back to the point I was making. Everybody pay attention. And if you got kids in high school and they go to a, I'm going to just say, if they go to a predominantly white high school, walk them through the school and figure out an escape plan. Figure out some hiding places where he, your child can go, like really talk to them and make them mindful so that they're not in a situation where something happened and then they scrambling like they don't know where the fuck to go. Like give them an idea of, oh, if some shit pop off and I hear it over here, I'm going to go over here. Find that door. It's every school got that one door that leads out a lead somewhere. You can go and hide and the motherfucker, you know, it give you just enough time to be hidden until the police come and drag and possibly murder this dude and get him to fuck up out of here. Yeah. Like this is the shit like, yeah this is real like it's not even like some old oh maybe you know that happened at columbine one time no this shit is like a part of the culture of schools and yes i said predominantly white school it is what it is feel how you feel i said what i what said um but thankfully, you know, the boys didn't have guns they really didn't have anything but they were talking about it and i say lock their ass up just on gp Straight up, just on GP. That's where we at right now. You don't get the opportunity to be like, oh, we was just playing. Oh, no, um, too many motherfuckers done died for you to just be playing. If you having a, if you thinking about it, you need to go sit your ass down somewhere. Rethink what you've been thinking about. <laughs> have, have a moment with yourself. You know what I mean? And parents, it's a good time for you to reevaluate where you went wrong with your damn child. It is what it is. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. You know what I mean? And uh, the little boy got the nerve to be in the picture with some tears in his eyes. And the other two boys, straight face, not even, no expression. Little Devont Davis Brooks. 
It was Devont Davis Brooks, Caden Watson, Emilio Pena Tias. I think I said it right. Caden and em- Emmanuel. Listen, it's good they got caught because these dudes ain't got no expression, and I feel like they are some killers for real. Like, the little black dude over there looking like he got dragged into it because he just, you know, wanted to hang out with the dude and play video games, and he didn't know that they was really plotting this school. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is terrible. <laughs> he like, I just, I was just trying to play Madden. Oh, shit. And they ordered pizza. It was the Little Caesars five hot and ready. I just, I didn't have five, so I was just chilling. They was talking. I'm sorry. Anyway, but yeah, lock them up. 17, you old enough. Listen, if you want to shoot up a school, then take your ass into the army or take your ass somewhere where you got to have a gun in your hand all the time. And you know what I mean? But mm -mm. you don't just get to be maneuvering around a school with other students that's trying to better their future. And you out here trying to pick them off like this duck hunt. Fuck you. Bye. All right. Sorry. That was long winded. Anyway, uh, next story is uh <laughs> oh god you know as this trump shit unfolds it really just kind of highlights how trash republicans and the republican party is you know and i probably wouldn't have felt like that necessarily i mean i've all i've had a very strong inkling that republicans were trash since obama like just the way that the racism just kind of bloomed out of the Republican Party as soon as Barack was sworn in. It wasn't even, listen, they on the daily had to find something to say about Barack and what he was doing and what and the way he was handling and what he wasn't doing and how and what and how the Dem- Republican would have done it better and all this other shit and how what he was proposing was going to bring the world to an end. And how they opposed every step along the way. They didn't even, they didn't have a plan for shit. They just knew they was against everything he wanted. You know what I'm saying? They were like, fucking healthcare, man? Fuck him. No healthcare, right? And they were like, well, what's the, re-? you knew the Republicans didn't have a plan because soon as they got the House, soon as they got their president, they still haven't figured out shit to do with healthcare. They just don't want Obama's healthcare. Right. So it's very clear that the Republican Party is trash. And for the black people who are still Republicans, like get the fuck, get your life together. Like go, go put on some Mahalia Jackson and go get baptized. Like whatever you need to do to cleanse your soul, because go get some counseling. How about that? You ain't even got, you can put on some Mahalia Jackson, but have that playing in the background while you get some counseling and really figure out what, you know, what has happened to you in your life and what has been passed down to you mentally and emotionally, psychologically, that you feel like and even being a Republican at this point makes sense as a person of color. Okay, so um, a poll was uh, taken and most Republicans think a quote-unquote good president could say the N-word. Now, you know there's rumors swirling that Omarosa has a tape of the president saying the N-word and that there's speculation that the president dropped the N-word during the campaign and that, cut the bullshit. You know Trump said nigga. 
let stop it. I, if you black and you like, I don't know. Well, I mean, maybe get the fuck, bruh, get away from me. Like, that's where I'm at with black people that still support him or black people that's like, well, ah, you got to respect the office. Get the fuck, yo. Get out of my face. I don't trust you. I don't want you around me. You know Trump done said, nigga, you could tell how thirsty. First of all, he's so thirsty to be considered cool. You know Trump always dropping in words around. You know when DMX came out that he was the first one. Oh, just think about every song that done dropped, nigga. He has said it. You know when fucking uh, Jay-Z came on, Jigga, what's my motherfucking name? He was the main one, my nigga, right? Fucking Big Mac in his hand with a piece of Popeyes and shit, doing the absolute most. You know Trump is the type of white dude that will wear blackface. You know he will. He already wearing orange face. is not a huge jump. You know that's the type of dude he is. Remember in... um. Dear white people, when they threw the whole little black party and uh, everybody got a chance to let out, let out their inner nigga and they all dressed up and had goatee. Yes, that is fucking Trump. You know it's fucking Trump. I wouldn't be surprised if he threw them kind of parties in the White House, okay? With Omarosa right there. With Katrina Pearson right there. With them whole-ass pastors right there. Kanye probably fucking DJing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's who, let me tell you how I know. Just his attack on the Central Park Five, the whole birtherism, the whole how did he get into Harvard, you know, how did Barack Obama get into Harvard, oh, his attack on Maxine Waters. He is a racist, and I can absolutely, listen, hard E-R, okay? Not even with the A, hard E-R, trust, okay? Trust and believe it. That's why, I don't, that's why I don't believe Omarosa and, that, and that's why I don't trust her, which brings me to the black ass shit list. That's right. It's Omarosa on the black ass shit list. As It's actually a dual segment for her. It's the black ass shit list and girl, <laughs> 15 I's, 37 R's, capital L, girl, girl, Omarosa, girl. Bitch, you know damn, actually, maybe that's the segment. Bitch, you know damn well. <laughs> I'm Rosa Darling. I don't give a fuck what you got on that tape. It's not going to tell me shit I don't already know. Unless he come out and say I'm half black, unless he come out and call my name specifically on these recordings, nothing that's on there, bitch, is going to surprise me. It's what I already knew, which is why I didn't vote for him, which is why majority of black women didn't vote for him, which is why, you know, we don't fuck with you in the first place, which is why your black card is already up for debate, sis. I'm sorry, but no. You can't get into the cookout, okay? And here's all the reasons why. You can't get into the cookout because it's about you, sis. It ain't about the group. And that's your problem. You want us to believe that you was there for the people, but, bitch, you was there for yourself, okay? And this whole idea of, well, it needed to be some black people at the table. Yeah, it needs to be some black people at the table that's going to hold him accountable. We don't need black people at the table that's going to be some yes men, which is what you were, okay? No, bitch, you can't get back into the cookout. You know why? Because we can't trust that you are here for you know, that you are going to be here and stay here. We, you know, we don't know which way you going to go. You can go whatever the way the wind blow. Because all it's going to take is 
listen, if somebody came to Omarosa and was like, look, you got to give up, blah, 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 and, or this going to happen, you think she not going to give it up? Now, granted, you know, that could be subject to anybody, but right now we have proof, sis, uh, that you are you straddle the fence. I mean, the fact that you took your ass onto public television, onto the news, talking about, I don't believe that the president is race, racist. I think he's racial, knowing damn well he is a racist, and you knew he was a racist at the time. Now, all of a sudden, you know, you want us to all rally around you, which I fucking called it. Didn't I call it? Go back. 17 episodes. I'm telling you, I was ca- I called that shit mad long ago. I was like, watch Armorosa ass. Watch Armorosa doing all this standing up for the president. Watch when it all motherfucking boiled down, when they turn on her ass. Then all of a sudden she's going to be like, please, somebody, come hug me. No, bitch, we not hugging you. You got the motherfucking cooties, bitch. You got the poo touch. We don't fuck with you. We don't need that kind of energy out here. She going to be the bitch that get to the cookout, and next thing you know, she want to give coordinates to where the motherfucking cookout is, right? She, she the bitch that get into Wakanda, then want to get into the control room, and then want to get... Give out the motherfucking coordinates and let the motherfucking shield down. No, bitch, you don't get to the motherfucking cookout. The cookout is the so- the step to Wakanda, and we can't trust you, okay? Now you at the cookout. Now you fixing plates and taking them to the fence and getting it to the other motherfuckers that ain't supposed to be in there. You the bitch that come in with the poison in the little scoop thing. You know what I'm saying? Now you want to poison the potato salad. No, bitch, you can't come to the cookout, okay? We can't trust you at the cookout because we don't know why you really at this cookout. You was all good and dandy. You was living your best life up there you know sitting at the white man's feet okay I'm, a, I'm about to take it all the way back i'm sorry i used that term and it just kind of took me back i felt like we was at the big house on the plantation and it felt real underground and it felt good coming out but then i heard it back in the headphones and i was like Ugh, i don't like it it takes me to a bad place and that's the other reason why your ass can't come to the cookout you know what i mean we can't be at the cookout living our best life having a good ass time and then you know we all gotta keep our motherfucker eye on your ass did the bitch go in the house? Where? Who? No, you don't go in the house at the cookout. You only certain people get to go in the house at the cookout. You no, bitch. You pee before you get here. You don't get to go in the house and use the bathroom. You get back in your car and you get on the road and you go back where you came from. We don't trust you in the bathroom. And you know that's for family. That's family, family, and close friends of the family. You ain't even close friends of the family, bitch. You the motherfucker that came to the cookout because somebody begged for you to come and finally wore our ass down. Want to bring up all the times they stood by the family and all the shit that they did. And it's like, okay, bring the bitch to the cookout, shit, right? You ain't you don't get no specific invitation. Like Big Mama don't actually call your phone and say, come to the cookout. You got a you got the invitation from the invitation on invitation that was actually a motherfucking, you know, payback for some other shit, some old goodwill ass. She just need family right now. No, bitch. And I'm gonna tell you right now, at this metaphorical cookout, you know, for the white people that's listening, like, where, where is this cookout? <laughs> Is there a cookout? I don't know. It's what park are they having this cookout? Is there something I can bring? It's a it's it's not a real cookout. It's more of just the idea of the gathering of black people. Matter of fact, I'm giving y'all too much information. Black people, I apologize. That's too much. I, you know, I'm giving it out to the to the white people that's listening because I know they. It's like. You know, I feel like y'all friends. Y'all y'all don't listen. Listen, you fucking fifty something episodes in. You could be an infiltrator. I'm not going to even front. It's been a lot. It's, it's definitely could be some black classmen, but in the reverse. 
white and woke. It could be some reverse shit, right? But, you know, I'm just saying that it's a gathering of us. It's where we we merge our powers. It's like, remember how the Thundercats had that cave? <laughs> It's Smurf Village. That's what the fuck it is. It's Smurf Village. Nobody knew where Smurf Village was, but it's where all the Smurfs was at, and they reaffirmed each other. <laughs> like, Vanity, be your best self. Do you, boo. Right, Hefty? That's right. Lift them weights, boo. You ain't got no dick, but that's okay. You in motherfucking Smurf Village. You adding what you need to add, and we appreciate you, brother. <laughs> Brainy, come through, right? Brainy always came with the information that was needed. Yeah, he got on everybody's nerves, but guess what? Brainy was still welcome. He always had a home in Smurf Village, right? Omarosa is the Smurf that actually was low-key working with Gargamel, you know what I mean? Helping gather up all the other motherfucking Smurfs, giving out Papa Smurf recipes and shit, you know what I mean? Always trying to give out coordinates to the other Smurf. It's never one Smurf village, you know what I mean? It's mad Smurf villages. So she uh, gave him coordinates to the other Smurf villages, want to always talk about how Gargamel ain't that bad, y'all. He some bomb ass soup. His Ezreal uh, is really friendly, right? I'm trying to talk motherfuckers into letting Gargamel in. That's what she did at the other village. They ain't know about that, right? Gargamel come in, eat all the Smurfs up, burn down the village. Now she in the new motherfucking Smurf village, want to hang out with Papa Smurf, get all cool. Meanwhile, Steady trying to talk up Gargamel because she want to do it again because she really low-key on Gargamel team. She don't want to live in a Smurf village. She want to live in Gargamel's little castle and shit because she get her own room and she feel like she's somebody that's fucking Armorosa. so girl no your black ass don't get your black car back and for the black people that's trying to cape for her talk about we should give her fuck you bitch you about to get your black car we about to take your shit But back, 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 back. I'm a real saying shit. Black card, cookout, Donald Trump, nigga. Republicans ain't shit. Most Republicans think a good president can say the N-word, and that's why I also don't fuck with Republicans. I don't want to have a conversation with you. We not about to go back and forth. You not about to change my mind, and I don't have the strength, energy, or fucking psychological fortitude to try to change your mind. And I think the one thing that Republicans have made painfully clear, if at no other point in history, is that they only care about their party. That's it. You know what I'm saying? And that's it. It's not about America. It's not about it's not about patriotism. It's not about the Constitution. And come on, as a black person in this country, that shit has never really, you know, we've never really truly had our piece of that you know what i mean like the constitution never really meant shit to us because because for a majority of black people we're still waiting on our liberty justice definitely waiting on justice <laughs> okay and the constitution keeps having to be updated and upgraded and amendments have to be reworked and restructured because the constitution has never really stood for us you know what i mean so that's another conversation. I, I just don't have it in my spirit to go down that road today. But at the end of the at the end of the day, Republicans are not these quote unquote patriots that they claim to be. They are racist, 
low-key white supremacist, not even low-key shit at this point, high-key than a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, hoods is off. They in these streets. They still got the robe on, but they hoods is off. Hey, it's me, Bob. Racist as fuck. <laughs> Highly doodly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think, I don't know if Ned was a racist on The Simpsons. I don't think so, but I just feel like that's them right now, you know, and they don't give a fuck about America, they give a fuck about their party and the bullshit that they want. I mean, just the idea of them siding with Nazis, the idea of them still supporting Trump, who obviously sides with Nazis, tells you what the fuck they care about. Listen, they told us when Barack got voted in and what's the turtle face ass dude? Um, Mitch McConnell was like, we have to make sure this president fails. If that ain't the most unfucking American, unpatriotic shit you can say as as a fucking politician, like that motherfucker should have been fired on debt immediately, right? And you know, so they disrespected the president, the 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 office of the president the whole time. Barack is in office, disrespected his wife, and now we're here. We are with the shittiest president, the shittiest. Like, it's almost like they found a pad wrapped inside of a diaper that that was inside of a bag that somebody threw up in and was like, this is our president, right? And just brought the motherfucker inside of a garbage bag and just uh, just shook the whole bag out. That's his whole cabinet. Just shook it out right in the Oval Office. It was like, okay, here's America. You guys have at it. And all. And after eight years of disrespecting the presidency, and now when it's a time to disrespect this motherfucker, because he don't even respect the office, everybody's like, oh, you can't speak to the president in that way. What motherfucking president, bitch? This nigga. Okay. Anyway. So fuck Republicans. And as a step, as, as a sidestep to that, speaking of garbage in the White House and supporting the president, um, Melania took her goofy ass out because she wanted to have a speech about her little be best campaign. First of all, be best. That's that's what we doing. That listen, that shows you how inadequate. This whole situation is him, her, the kids, Manafort, everybody on down. How, like, be best. You just couldn't say the. <laughs> it wasn't no room. Be the best. At Was you trying to get a Twitter hashtag going that wasn't used? Be best. Girl. That is the dumbest shit I ever heard in my life. And what's so crazy is her platform is anti-bullying, right? How the fuck, how are you going to have an anti-bullying platform and your husband is a bully in every way? Bully, bully, sec, uh, adulterer, sexual assaulter, rapist. Like, you can't, oh, alleged, I'm supposed to say that just in case. Yeah, okay. But that's how trash this whole administration is, that's how specifically trash her husband is. Her husband is so trash, she don't even have a platform. Not that she should have one. You know what I'm saying? Because she's trash as fuck too, let's be honest. The fact that she married him says how trash she is, right? But she don't have no platform. What what can she, what platform can she have with Trump as her husband? It can't be healthy eating, right? This motherfucker, talk about 286, bitch, bye. 
you know Trump is a smooth foe, 500 pounds. Easy. Because he tall. That motherfucker is... Trump is a... If he ain't 400, he 399. <laughs> that motherfucker 399. He is a two cheeseburger meal, bitch, in 1995. He is 399. Listen, it can't be healthy eating. It can't be less moved. We ain't seen Trump run nowhere except away from her, away from opening doors, away from, you know, out of the rain, leaving her ass just to fend for herself. It can't be family, right? Because you, it's, <clears throat> okay. The only way it's family is multiple families. <laughs> it definitely can't be family. The amount of abortions I'm sure he's paid for, allegedly, you know, whatever. Um, it can't be just say no, cause come on, all that sniffing at the debates, you please, right? Okay, it anti-bullying is the dumbest shit ever because her husband stay on Twitter, so she don't even have. It can't be fucking, you know. Anyway, anyway, but and it can't be immigration. Even though we know damn well this bitch would not be in the country if she hadn't married Donald Trump. You ain't about to tell me that her paperwork was up to date and she still chose to marry Donald Trump. You ain't about to tell me that. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. His trash, no. No. She didn't willingly She didn't willingly say, you know who? You know who I think is a great guy and would really treat me nice and we could have great family and just really have a great time. She ain't, no, bitch, no. So the, I, the whole idea that, like, sh this is her platform, we're supposed to believe her, and we're supposed, this bitch wore a coat that said, I really don't care, do you? When she went to go see kids locked in cages. Be best? This bitch can't even be best. And then Republicans, specifically Tommy Loren and Fox News, got the nerve to go on, you know, go on the air talking about they don't understand why people are coming down on Melania and she's just trying to, you know, make be a voice and all this shit. Bitch! The same network that dogged Michelle Obama for showing her arms. Like, this same network that lost their mind because Barack wore a tan suit. And we're all supposed to all of a sudden be above. Like, uh, Republicans are trash. Period. There is no way around that shit. There is nothing you can say to redeem. They are unredeemable at this point. But the idea that you can overlook all the other horrible shit that this bitch is doing, that she has stood quietly by and just allowed to happen. And, you know, but then we're all supposed to jump to her defense. No, bitch. You don't get that luxury. For too long, Democrats and progressives have been, you know, I have just supposed to always take the higher road. No, bitch, I'm in a gutter. Fuck y'all. Straight like that. Nah. And and that's the problem. We're always trying to be so fucking, come on, guys, and nah, fuck them. That shit is dumb. Why are we even entertaining that bullshit? No, I don't need to hear your side of it. Fuck you. 
Because at the end of the day, you don't give a fuck about my side. Because you haven't even, you haven't even taken the time to think. Damn, what about? Well, maybe I should try to consider. Y'all don't do that. So fuck Republicans and fuck they feelings about everything. All right, last story. Um, why the fuck ain't Trump locked up? Like for real. Uh, have y'all looked at all the charges and everybody that's been found guilty and everything that's happened surrounding this presidency in just a year and a half? In just the amount of time that he's been in office, right? How much shit has happened and and there's and he still got security clearances. They still letting him go to work. They still letting him make decisions. They're still giving him access. They're still letting him have meetings. At this point, Trump shouldn't even be able to he should they should move him out of the White House. Sir, we can't even trust you in this building. We don't even want you around papers that might fall and land near your doorway that you are able to read. How the fuck is he not fucking secluded? How, you remember on Scandal when they were like, when so I think something went down and they put everybody in a little panic room. That nigga should be in a panic room. Him and all his fucking family members that we are now questioning what the fuck. Like, it's very clear. They are robbing this country blind. Like, let's not be dumb, okay? Just the amount of bullshit that's happened, all the ways that he's kind of maneuvered his foundation and maneuvered around his foundation, money coming up, missing here, this person. But just the mere fact of how many people. So Manafort, boom, convicted of financial fraud, right? Tax and bank fraud, false statements, being an unregistered agent for a foreign principal, obstruction of justice. And this is your campaign chairman? Michael Cohen, tax evasion, bank fraud, campaign finance violation. And this is your lawyer? Rick Gates, financial fraud, lying to the FBI. This is your camp campaign advisor? Alex Vanderzon, Zwan, or whatever, lying to investigation about conversations with Mr. Gates. Right? Everybody is connecting back. Fucking Panito, identity fraud. Michael Flynn, lying to the FBI about conversations with Russia. Right? Fucking Jeff Sessions had to recuse himself. If you go back and listen to his fucking Senate hearing, uh, I can't say. I don't recall if I, and I don't. Well, how the fuck you got this job and you can't recall shit? I thought elves had good memories, right? Wasn't that in the fucking Lord of the Rings? Didn't they have magical fucking mystical powers and shit? The, 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 the bitch in the Lord of the Rings took Frodo all the way back. She seen mad shit in this nigga history. And fucking Jeff Sessions can't remember nothing? Come on, yo. Michael Flynn, the main one. Lock her up, all this shit, right? George Papadopoulos, whatever, lying to the FBI about conversation with people he believed were working on behalf of Russians, right? Not, not to mention Eric Trump, fucking Ivanka, Jared Trump, the whole fucking family meeting with Russians. Oh, we it was a nothing burger. We met... The fact that y'all motherfuckers was in a room and it went from, oh, it was just me. Oh, it was me and him. Oh, it was me, him, him, and her. Oh, it was me, him, her, 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 and two dogs. Like, all, all of a sudden, this fucking room looking like a goddamn Kanye concert. How are all these people? And it's slowly unfolding. Every time it's like, oh, it was nothing. Oh, it was kind of something. It really wasn't nothing, but it was a little bit of something, but it really wasn't nothing at the end of the day. I mean, it was something, but kind of not something. But then, I mean, at the but is it something if it's not something? I don't know. I mean, what's the big 
deal. And 13 Russian nationals, right? Conspiracy to defraud the U.S. government. The idea that it has been confirmed that Russia in, infiltrated our elections, it has been confirmed. It's not up for debate. It's not a whole like, well, maybe they did. Maybe no, these motherfuckers did. And still, you got these goofy ass Republicans. Well, maybe they didn't in fake news and like. They need, let me tell you what they need to do. They need to bring back how they used to do black people, where you had to count up how many marbles was in a jar in order to vote. Do that shit for these stupid ass Republicans. Do that shit for these dumb ass Republicans that's voting against their own interests, that's voting against Obamacare, but then want to cry and shit on. I'm on I'm on Obamacare. Bitch, how many marbles in here? You don't know. You you oh, it's 37. No, it's actually it's 38. Get the fuck out the line. But they steady closing down voting centers where black people and people of color vote, but are, are allowing these stupid, fucking stupid. It's so, it would be funny if it wasn't so fucking sad and so fucking dangerous and, and, and so fucking backwards. But yet, this man is still in the office every day, still clocked the fuck in. And the problem, and let me tell you what the biggest problem is. The problem is, is that this is Trump's whole last life. You ain't going to tell me that Trump has ever really had to be accountable for anything he said and done. That is the problem. That is why it was so dangerous to even consider somebody like him. And if you didn't see that bratty shit from I seen that bratty ass goofy shit, first of all, from the birtherism, from the whole how did he get into Harvard shit. And I tell you, it's a lot of people saying it. I don't know who's saying it, this goofy ass shit he was doing. And then even at the fucking debates when he was cutting Hillary off, no, that's you, not me. Like, he, it was almost on some old back to you. I'm rubber, you're glue, whatever bounces off of me. Like, that goofy shit. Your mama, he was one second from saying your mama. Go back and look at the debates if you haven't. And the idea that you, he was a fucking man child the whole time. And the grabbing by the pussy, when I heard that shit, I wasn't fucking surprised. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly who the fuck he is. There was no point that I felt like Trump was an adult at all, period. The whole, you're fired with the little fucking finger in the air, like, and he that's a part of his whole posing. I Like, that was his callback. That was his fucking rally you, you know what I say? You're fired. And everybody like, you're fired. And it's like, what are you, the rock on fucking WWE? Get the fuck out of here. This is, this is where we... Hey, I'm telling you, Trump, entire childhood, nobody held him accountable. Nobody told him he was a piece of shit. And that's why we are here where we are today because this country the fbi and yeah they are slowly slowly slow, but it shouldn't be this motherfucking slow it should not be this slow they was damn near ready to impeach barack over a tan suit and you telling me you can't get this motherfucker out of the office not just i'm talking about everybody in that bitch you're not gonna tell me that all these people were not a part of it you can't tell me giuliani wasn't a part of it just based on the dumb shit he's saying, you ain't about to tell me that Giuliani didn't fucking know what was going on. You're not going to tell me Mike Pence didn't fucking know what was going on. 
all of these motherfuckers are in on it and they're sitting in their office every day and they're still making decisions. Let me tell you something. When 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 Trump gets in, indicted and when Trump whatever, when these kids get indicted and they finally get this motherfucker impeached, they need to scrap the motherfucking Supreme Court justices. They need to scrap all that shit. There needs to be talk about draining the swamp. They need to overhaul everybody in that bitch. If you came in with him, you have to fucking go and you better hope you ain't going to jail. That needs to. This is America. Anyway, y'all, that's it. That's all I got. Thank y'all so much for listening to Black Ass Podcast. Yay, we had a good time, guys. Uh, don't forget, you can be you can join the Black Ass Village at Patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Black Ass Podcast. Uh, go ahead and log on and you know, whatever is in your spirit that you want to donate, that you want to be a part of the motherfucking village, do it, do it, do it till you're satisfied. Hey, sorry. That was the closest black ass shit I can say. Um, real quick, I've got merchandise. Yo, go on to Teespring. I'm bringing up the website right now, but I want you guys, I got some t-shirts, I got mugs, I got some tote bags. It's soups cute. And um, I specifically have one shirt that I really want people to get into. Basically, I get so many messages of people talking about how they're watching, the, they're listening to the podcast and the people are looking at them like, what the fuck are you doing? Because they're laughing and talking to themselves. So I have the perfect merch that expresses that. It says I'm not, it says I'm laughing because I'm listening to Black Ass Podcast. It's a really cute, I have totes, I have t-shirts, I have tank tops. Go on to teespring.com slash black ass black ass merchandise. That is the website. You can also find the link on the Twitter and on on the Facebook page. I'll be posting on the Instagram page um, and posting it on blackasspodcast.com. But you can go. I got a couple of things up there. More is coming. Please log on. Please grab something. Stickers. You can get a sticker. Put a sticker on some shit. It does say ass. I don't know where you at in your life, but um, that's only one of the T-shirts. I have another shirt that says, no, you're dope, which means no, you're dope and no, no, what you have is dope and know that you as a person are dope. And so um, get that. I got some hoodies, T-shirts, cups. You can have that at work. No cursing on there. I have some more stuff. It won't all have cursing in it or the cursing will be very, very small. Nobody will see it. <laughs> super small um but that's it man make sure you follow me on all social media hrcomedy.com thank you guys again make sure you follow the podcast uh black ass podcast on facebook instagram twitter all right y'all peace